0: Hey guys, what up? It is your boy Kyle conkiel with episode six of the Just STFU. I said that weird Just STFU podcast. We got into a lot of good stuff today. Some controversial stuff again. I know, I know. I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to kind of wean back from the more controversial stuff. Uh, my next few podcasts are a little more lighthearted. And a little less aggravating, triggering, or what have you. So, but Danny is a great, great guy, an amazing singer. And I was really, really honored to have him on the podcast. Me and him hadn't really been able to sit down and chat like this since we went on tour together back in, oh, what was it, 2018. Uh, I'm a big supporter of these guys. So please. Enjoy my conversation with the oh so handsome, oh so ripped Danny Case. Danny how's it going bud I'm good man how are you Not too shabby just trying to make the most of Not touring season
1: Oh my god It's been so long it almost feels like It'll never come back It's it's
0: scary I mean I've heard rumors of uh, Summer of next year But then I've also heard that You know from some people that are in the business that are just like Nah man There's not gonna be anything going on until 2022 <sighs> That's rough. That sounds so rough. Honestly, I'm I'm to the point right now. Like, put me in a fucking, like, not even a van. Like, put me in a suburban with all the <laughs> boys, and put me on the shittiest tour ever. And I'm and I'm down. Like, I don't even need to be paid. Let me just like get out on the road.
1: Yeah, I I, I haven't been home this long in five years.
0: Yeah, it's about two and a half for me. Yeah. Six months. I, mean, yeah, I think it's six. Well, because we got back from Europe at the end of February. Like we missed getting locked down in Italy by like a week. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good we, God. We were in Milan, Italy on February, I want to say 18th, like 17th and 18th.
1: Okay. Man. And,
0: uh, and then we were, and then I think we did one other show after that. And then we went to Budapest. I remember we got home on on February 21st. We landed in in L.A. And then, you know, the guys, there was like like Death Angel and Testament. Like a lot of those guys got were in Europe around the same time that we were. And they got and like a bunch of their band members and crew got sick with COVID. Like luckily, John get it. uh, You know, we think he did get it. And I was sick on that tour, but I wasn't like I always get sick in the winter. <laughs> me too. <laughs> like like I'm I'm not going to say that like you know, that I I had it because I don't know for sure and me and Tommy are the ones that get sick. You know. So yeah,
1: Tommy's we... one of the one of the important ones to not get sick because I mean that's his instrument, you know.
0: Yeah, and every time we go to Europe he gets sick. I Feel like every time we go to Europe, he gets sick.
1: That's the worst. I have to be honest That is the worst part about being a singer. Is that like it's not like oh, you know, I broke a string I better change that it's like well Your voice is shot deal with it (laughs) It well when I'm
0: sick when I'm sick I try to like not let anybody like in the audience know that I'm not feeling up to par yeah, because I learned a long time ago, like especially being a bass player that no one gives a fuck if you're sick, like like the, the you just people, want a good show. Yeah, the people in the audience didn't come to watch your fucking mope around on stage with your fucking your sick pity party self. Yep. And uh, so typically when I get sick, I just I'll rest. I'll get up like an hour before the show get dressed get my game face on put try to put something something in my stomach if i've been sleeping all day (coughs) excuse me do the show and then and then just you know do the show get off stage take a shower and go back to bed
1: yeah i've i've gotten sick so frequently on on touring actually the tour that we did together uh Yeah, back in that one summer was the only, was one of the few that I didn't get super sick on. There's been others where I only got mildly sick, but, like, I I get so frequently sick that I've, like, concocted all these different, like, things to, to, like, almost juice myself up for shows, to Mm -hmm. numb myself through it like a damn, you know, boxer.
0: yeah. Well, um, you know, like I said, they they the people in the audience, especially if it's not like your own show, like if it's your own show, I feel like you have like, all right, boys, you know, I'm I'm sick, I'm not feeling too well. Right. You can kind of it can be you can kind of excuse yourself a little bit more, but like when you're doing like a, a supporting slot, especially on like a bigger tour, like you you just gotta fucking do it. You just gotta it's do gotta your, be the a game, yeah, yeah. You just gotta do your twenty five to forty five minutes and hope you don't suck yeah yeah um but so i noticed that i mean not you know not to sound like you know weird or anything but uh i've been watching your stories on instagram and you're and, yep. you're, and you're re-getting you're getting more buff
1: yeah um, doing my best man
0: <laughs> well because i know i mean i don't know about you but like the last six months man like i'm like what the fuck's a diet
1: <laughs> yeah when i got home I totally told myself, I was like, nope, nope, I've come so far, and I'm so close to being where I want to be that I'm not going to let this ruin it. And, like, I didn't have a single dumbbell. I didn't even have a pull-up bar. And there's only so many push-ups that you can do before you're like, this is stupid, I'm not doing this anymore. And I finally just let myself go and was like, I'm eating Doritos all day. I am putting back monsters like it's water. Like, <laughs> it, it got rough up all the way up until, like, no, I think it was May.
0: Yeah, May is when you decided. May or June. Well, because you said the, your brother or somebody has a gym in their house that you've been using?
1: Yeah, so so at first, you know, we were all kind of like, you know, staying away from each other, even siblings. And so yeah. once that, that paranoia kind of subsided, then he was like, yeah, I think we're good now. Like, this has gone on long enough, and we're kind of a little bit over it. So if, if you want to work out together every other day, like, that'll work. And God, that was such a godsend for me. Like <laughs> the three months or so that, that I wasn't working out, you know, it was or two, two or three months. It was just awful. All It all just goes away so fast.
0: Well, and it's like the one thing I noticed was like, so the first couple months of the lockdown, like I was like, oh man, I'm actually losing weight. All right, cool. I was like, I could be a little bit bad, a little more bad here and there, and you know, not be too hard on myself about it. And then, like out of nowhere, I was just like, Jesus, these shirts aren't fitting the way that they're supposed to anymore. And I look, and I hopped on the scale. I was like, Jesus, you gained 20 pounds in four months.
1: Oh man yeah my for me it's it's like a it's a body composition thing, so I, I don't know if my weight will tend to stay almost the same, mm-hmm. but I will see that I look shittier in the mirror. I'm like, oh God, like that that angular shape is gone now it's just two straight lines straight down and <laughs> looking a little pudgy in the front section, yeah, but I weigh yeah. the same. What's going on?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, see. I've been told I hold weight very well, but when it gets to a certain point, like cuz back in like December, January, and I think even like towards the end of that European tour, I was hovering in between like 188 and 193. Is and that about a normal weight for you? That's that's a skinny Kyle. Okay. So I cuz I started working out back last September. Cause like I was up to like two 30 last summer. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, and so I was hovering around there and, and I was like eating like shit, you know, and just not being really health conscious. And, uh, so I figured it out. I was like, Oh, I was only eating one meal a day and mm-hmm. it was at like five o'clock and like that was it. So I wasn't eating in the mornings and the afternoons. So when I was like, oh, you know, like I, I like gained a little bit of weight. Like I think I got close to like 200 again. And then I got back down to like 192. And then I just started just eating like a fucking child. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so easy to do that on tour. Were, were you on tour when that was happening?
0: No, this was during the quarantine. On oh, tour, okay, on okay. tour, it's a lot easier because, especially for like you know, we're doing like arenas and shit. Like we got catering and like I got people yeah. watching me and shit. So I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, just you know, get get your protein, get your veg. You know, maybe, maybe <laughs> you can have a little little roll. Like, oh, you didn't have too many carbs today. Oh yeah, man, you can have some of the mashed potatoes. It's okay. Bus but, snacks uh, are very dangerous. Yeah, but um, but yeah, and then I was just like, one day I hopped on the scale and I was just like 215. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, luckily my, my gym is private and that there's never any more than like four or five people in there at a time. And that's awesome know, be, because it's private and they're and It's an outdoor gym. They have. That is so little, cool.
1: Was, was that so, when you were working out with Tommy or is this this when you're you're back? No, home and this is your no, the, gym.
0: The, this is this is my, my the gym I have out here in, in North Hollywood. Our <clears> gyms <throat> are so sick. Well, so it's like it's really weird. So it's like there's there's one part of the room that's like all weights and shit. And then there's like a boxing, there's a boxing gym inside there. And then you go outside and it's like a covered and there's pretty much everything that was in the weight, in the weight room outside as well. And you know, and then there's like this lady who follows us around and like anything that you touch, she just fucking cleans.
1: That's sick.
0: So, and you know, it's a VIP experience and you can't go in without like a, I, I can't do the mask. So they gave me a face shield nice so yeah dude, the
1: face masks are tough dude like i did one workout nothing...
0: with a face mask and i literally almost <laughs> passed out
1: yeah there's there's nothing worse than having 250 pounds directly above you and you go to take a breath in and bench it back up and you just pff, yeah. sucks right in your mouth and the next thing you know you don't have air like <laughs> that yeah. is a nightmare
0: just and it's like it, it wouldn't be so bad if it would like if it's just you're breathing in hot air. There's yes. just there's you, there's no relief. You can't get away from it. So and then you know this week I had like you know I went grocery shopping and then you know I had one of the other trainers that works out at the gym. Um, he sat down with me because I told him I'm like I eat like a I eat like a seven year old with a credit card, like <laughs>
1: just <laughs> fruit <laughs> snacks and sugary cereal <clears throat> and. Tons well, of yeah food.
0: and fucking mcdonald's and you know all that bullshit yeah taco bell i fucking love taco bell so he was like all right he's like i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna meal plan for you he's like he's like i'll plan i'll plan your meals for this week and we'll see how you do you just gotta buy it and cook it so i was like all right yep. so and and he fucking makes me take pictures of everything i eat he's like every anytime you make something take a picture he's like if you don't take a picture and send it to me, I'm going to assume that you're eating dog shit. <laughs> it's
1: good. It's a good strategy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I have to send him like pictures of all my meals. And then today I had like two turkey burgers and I got some like Dave's. They make those little mini loafs. Like it's real mm-hmm. small, like loaf yep. bread. So I had one turkey burger that had like the Dave's bread and then one without it. And then like a pile of sweet potato fries. And he's like, you know, that's kind of a lot of sweet potato fries you got there, bud. I'm just like, I didn't really eat lunch. He's like, all right. Well, just just fucking don't eat anything else before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing like, I'm trying to do the intermittent fasting too, so I'm not eating after 7 p.m. Um, and then I don't eat again until like fucking 11.
1: So, so you're a, like a kind of morning eater and then... Don't eat the remainder of like your evening. I'm the other way around. I'm like, I don't eat till like four PM and then I just chow until nine PM.
0: Yeah. Well see, it's really weird. And I I still think I need to figure out what works best for me because even when I was like eating shitty, I wasn't I mean, it could have been the fact that I was eating late too. But like I wouldn't get hungry, I'd be like it'd be like four or five o'clock. I'm like, Oh, I'm kinda hungry. I'm gonna get something to eat right now. But then I would eat at fucking 11 o'clock at night too. So mm. um, I'm still trying to figure out what works best for me. I do enjoy breakfast. But eating breakfast is just... I'm just not, like not hungry. And I had to like move my right. training sessions to like later in the day to when I'm actually hungry because I was going to the gym and lifting fasted. Right.
1: Did <laughs> In... <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, yeah, everybody's different. It's, it's really hard to figure out like what is best for you and what you're most comfortable with. Cause at the end of the day, it's gotta be more than anything. It has to be sustainable. It's so like yeah. for me, I, I wake up at 10 or 11 and then I just don't eat. Um, and I work out at like one and that goes until two and I get home at two 30 and then, you know, maybe I'll, I'll, Shower and do some other things. Next thing I know it's like 3.30 or 4. And then I can just... So, like, I'm just distracted enough to where I'm not thinking about eating. And I'll just eat a, eat a good-sized meal. Nothing, like, crazy. Maybe, like, 600 calories. And then later on in the evening, I'll just eat something just gigantic. And I'll be at, like, 2,000 or 2,200 or whatever.
0: And then, Jesus. Yeah. I, I've been I've been really trying to watch my caloric intake mainly just because, like... For the past couple of months, I would like, you know, like recently I was like counting calories of the shit that I was putting in my body. And I'm like, dude, one meal that you had was 2,300 calories.
1: It's crazy, dude. It adds up <laughs> so fast when you start paying attention to it. Like,
0: yeah. So it's like, I try to have like three, like while I'm on the schedule, I try to have like three to four, like 700 calorie like that's the max yeah. I'll go is 700 calorie right. is like three to four, 700 calorie meals. And yeah. I try to do like most of my carbohydrates right before I work out. And then right after I work out. Nice. Cause, cause you know, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get that Danny case buff. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh it's been a really fun journey and it's really cool to see that, that, you know, most, most of the people that I, you know have paying attention to whatever it is that I post are really supportive of it because weightlifting has nothing to do with music and it's like, you know, someone might say, just shut up and sing, you know, but everybody's been super cool. And it's, it's something that I am very, I mean, it's the only other long term thing I've done in my life besides music. It's like, I've been working out since I was like 17. So it's really cool to be able to care about something else as well and it's still be received really well.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you're not, you're definitely not alone when it comes there. I mean, maybe not to the extent of like me, although I do appreciate, you know, um, I do appreciate when people take responsibility for their physique, especially being an entertainer and having a lot of eyes on you, which is kind of why I was like, when I gained a shit ton of weight, I was like, all right, dude. Like, I was like, you're not even looking good in pictures anymore. Like you can't That's even worst shoot feeling in the world too. <laughs> you can't, you can't even show off your dope new bases because you just got this huge gut protruding out from all the <laughs> fucking pizza and fucking beer and shit that you're drinking on the road. And then, uh, you know, and then Tommy, of course. And then, you know, guys like uh bubble from all that remains. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, that guy got COVID and like three days after, you know, because he got COVID, he was out for like eight or nine days. He went back to the doctor, got tested, tested negative, and like the next day was like back in his gym. He's just like, "No, wow. I'm not letting." <laughs> I mean, luckily for him, because I know I can't remember what band it was. I just saw an article um, that like uh, a singer who had got COVID was like like three months later was still having side effects, like. <sighs> From Shit. from that, so you know, bubble bubble really lucked out. You know, he's in Florida too. That's a fucking nice petri dish down there right now. Um, and uh, and also Phil from All That Remains. You know, like those guys are all mm-hmm. pretty. You know, they're 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 the fucking they're the gym selfie fucking kings. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And it and it's funny because like before I started working out, I mean I'm not really one to post a lot on my social medias, like, photo-wise anyway, Mm -hmm. and uh, I used to kind of make fun of the guys who were, like, doing the gym selfies, but I'm like, but then I started going to the gym, I'm like, oh. Like, yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, like, kind of like a vain thing, but also it kind of keeps you like, keeps you accountable as well. It totally does. When it's just like, oh, man, fucking, you know, Conky hasn't posted a fucking gym selfie in a week. What's going on, dude? Are you still hitting them weights? (laughs) Yeah. So, so instead of doing gym selfies, I would do like little boomerangs or videos outside, um, my, my trainer's building where it has his name on the, on the side to be like, you know, cause I don't know, I don't, I don't like posting pictures of myself. So I feel really weird about it. So
1: well, that's still really cool because I mean, a lot of times it's so crazy how, how people will show up more for others than they will themselves. Yeah. Um, and that, that accountability is, is, is really cool. And it's like a nice little trick to kind of stay, uh, you know, on track and, and focus and, and you know, continuing to improve because yeah. you've got other people being like, what's going on, man? And, yeah. you, you know, you don't want to feel that.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's like it's not like I'm trying to, like, you know, like look for chicks right now or anything like that. So I don't give <laughs> yeah. a shit, you know, like I'm not trying to look good for. You know, anybody, you know, in particular or anything like that. So I'm just like, I kind of lost all accountability. And I was like, I don't care. It's fucking COVID. You know, I'm Mm going to eat Taco Bell at midnight. And I'm going to be, and I'm going to live with my choices. But uh, you recently um, got sponsored by a um, supplements company. Um, I typically don't research shit before I do a podcast. Mainly. So... I, one, I don't get the information wrong. And two, so you can explain it better than I could. So, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. It's, it's called, they're called Metabolic Nutrition. And, and, um, you know, there's a guy there who, who I've known for a little while now. And, and, uh, I chatted him up about, about becoming a sponsored athlete. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, they welcomed me on board and they, they've got like their own, like, gigantic manufacturing, uh, facility. So, like, they, the quality control is super high. They they manufacture all their own stuff. And, it, and I never knew this, but there are a lot of other brands out there that that don't don't manufacture their own stuff. And they just kind of put together this Frankenstein concoction of like, oh, we're gonna put this and this and this in it. And they're all different particle sizes and through shipping and settling and all this stuff, like you end up getting stuff that's not like evenly distributed, you could get a scoop from the top that's entirely different from the scoop from the bottom.
0: Oh, and I, I've definitely noticed that too. Because um, I'm, I kind of jump around with my supplements, especially with my pre workouts. Because mm. um, if I if I take too much of the same pre workout, I it, it doesn't really it loses its fucking yeah potentness for me. So I went back to one that I used to use a while ago, and. <clears throat> When I used to get it, I was like, it was a really great tasting. And it made me, like, just pumped enough. Like, I wouldn't get the itches. I wouldn't get, like, you know, I wouldn't be white-knuckling it to the gym or anything like that. <laughs> but I got some of their product for the first time in, like, two years or something. And uh, I was like, it's got that fucking taste. You know what I mean? Like, that, that pre-workout taste. And I fucking I have... hate it. It was, like, that chemically, like... And, it, and then it started giving me the itches and the fucking, and I'm white knuckling it to the gym. And I was just like, well, now what the fuck am I going to use? So knowing right. that this company manufactures their own product and they're at, you know, at least able to monitor, you know, how shit gets put into their, you know, into their product. You know, that's, that's definitely something that, um, you know, that I, I would be like, yeah, fuck yeah. Let me, let me try some of that shit.
1: Yeah, I I think one of the coolest things when I when I first got the stuff from there was, um, the pre workout. I I swear to God, it tastes exactly like a Jolly Rancher, and I I got the blue raspberry, and I was like, this tastes like a freaking. It doesn't taste chemically. It just it literally tastes like I'm just eating a Jolly Rancher.
0: Yeah, well, so the the pre workout that I was just talking about, like one of my favorite. I don't know why, but I mean, you can tell kind of by like by this. I fucking love pink drinks, dude. So nice. Um this one company they like my favorite flavor from them and i i never got tired of it i literally drank it for a year straight never got tired of it but they wow. did they they did this pink lemonade and it tastes like fucking pink lemonade and there was like that's awesome you know, i looked at the back there was no bullshit in it you know it was just a, a good solid pre-workout and then i get it in the mail like you know a month and a half ago and i'm just like this tastes like a fucking a chemical that kind of tastes like fucking pink uh, lemonade that's a bummer Yo, so so does so does um so does your company have the fucking the, a pink lemonade flavor? Because I will definitely buy it from them. I don't,
1: I don't know if they have pink lemonade or not. I know they've Motherfuckers got.
0: Be sleeping on pink lemonade, dog. Yeah, uh, I know they've got
1: they've got blue Raz. Blue they've Raz got is good. green apple. Uh, they got green what? apple and that.
0: Oh yo, yeah. I don't know what it is, but I fucking love anything flavored green apple.
1: You might like that then, because their their flavors are like spot on, like blue raspberry tastes like a pure blue raspberry jolly rancher and i'm sure that their green apple would probably taste similar to yo
0: do you have any to, discount codes like is it like danny danny case at yeah, checkout, I, and i get like 20 percent off or something
1: yeah i've got like a there's like a button on my profile on instagram where you just click it and it takes you to a a link and then there's like the code that's that's just written right there and then you, you just use that i think it's like Ten or fifteen percent off, something like that.
0: Fuck yeah! When we're done with this, I'm definitely gonna do that because I need something. I, I was using Jekyll and Hyde for a while. I think that's what it's called. That sounds
1: terrifying. <laughs> that sounds like, or a, maybe it's
0: called Doctor. Give me Hyde. heart
1: palpitations.
0: And uh, I, well, I started calling it the kitty litter pre workout because, like, <laughs> <laughs> so like one day I didn't close the lid like tight enough, and it was like a mm. really humid day. And I go to fucking, I open the lid and all the pre-workout is just stuck together from the humidity. And I was like, I was like, yo, this shit straight up looks like kitty litter, dog. Oh my God. (laughs) So I just started calling it kitty litter and I have it. And I just, it just sits, it just sits in my cabinet because, all right. So say the name of the company one more time because I already fucking forgot it.
1: Metabolic nutrition.
0: Metabolic nutrition. Do they do any... Do they do any dairy free like protein?
1: They haven't gotten into like the dairy free and and vegan stuff yet. I'm I'm wondering if they if they will. They're they're all their stuff is pretty straightforward like they've got some uh weight loss pills and and some uh they, they obviously got like the amino acids and they've got the protein or the or the the mass gainer protein where it's mm-hmm. you know got a whole bunch of whole bunch of fattening stuff in it but they haven't really as far as i know they haven't done anything like gluten dairy free vegan all that stuff
0: yeah i mean it's just like i'm not i'm not vegan but mm-hmm. like going back on my diet i'm trying not to fuck with dairy anymore again cuz it just it messes with my my digestion um the one pre workout that i was able to that i was able to get that is you know non-GMO, non gmo non non dairy uh, excuse me non soy like non you know it's just it's a just straight pure plant-based protein was um um doyle uh doyle von frankenstein from the misfits he has huh. his monster vegan protein and that's uh, cool and yeah i think he's only got one flavor right now it's like fucking chocolate and uh figures yeah and uh chocolate's
1: pretty standard
0: yeah I mean, it's kind of hard to fuck up chocolate. You know what I mean? Now, once you get into the other crazy flavors, yeah. But so I do that, and then I have that PB2 that you sent me, which was a fucking lifesaver, dude. I know I, it, it's <laughs>
1: such a it's, it's such a game changer.
0: It was because I'm like, yo, there's only so many fucking chocolate, not real chocolate shakes I can drink, and adding that PB2 was just like, I was like, yo.
1: Like, yeah, it's only like a gram of fat, too. And it tastes yeah. just like peanut butter.
0: Yeah, I know. It's like, and it, and, it, and it just gives me, it makes me feel like I got more options. Like, oh, what am I going to do today? Am I just going to do the standard chocolate peanut butter shake? Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, or, or am I going to throw a fucking banana in this bitch? Or am I going to throw yeah. a strawberry in this bitch? You know? Yep. So it just, it, it opened up, it opened up some worlds for me. Because when it was just chocolate, I didn't even think to, like, do, like, banana or fucking strawberry or anything like that. But for some reason, you add peanut butter, and I'm just like, what else goes good with peanut butter and chocolate?
1: <laughs> yeah, I have to give the credit uh, for that one to um, Matt B. Uh, he was the one who introduced me uh, to it. We I was down at his house in Pennsylvania, and he was like, dude, you got to try this PB2. You got to try this, this shake combination. I tried it. I was like, this is incredible. Like, my entire life leading up to that point, like all of my protein shakes were like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's protein. So it's only so enjoyable. And then like the mixture between like almond milk and ice and peewee yeah. too. And then the protein, I was like, this is something to look forward to. This is, d- well, this is like dessert.
0: Well, cause when I was, when I had first started, cause I like, I took like a few weeks off, uh, like from like when I started working out again, like a couple months ago, um, so I was actually using the shakes as fucking meal replacements because I was just like not feeling yeah. anything. So I would have two shakes. I'd have breakfast, two shakes in the middle of the day, and then fucking dinner.
1: Nice. That's, and, that's cool.
0: And it just because, you know, they're, they're thick too. And especially if you add some, some fruit and shit in there, it gives it a little, just yeah. a little bit more density. Yeah. And I was, I was like, cool, I'm full. And then if I started getting hungry again, which you usually do about an hour later, if you don't, you know, eat it, with, uh, if you don't have, like, food with it, I'm usually, about, I'm usually hungry again about an hour, hour and a half later. And I would just do another one. And then when I got hungry again, I'd be like, cool, it's dinner time now. Nice. And then I fucking fell off the wagon, like, real hard. Harder than <laughs> I did before. <laughs> yeah, didn't we all? Didn't we all? <laughs> um, so you guys actually have a new album out.
1: Yeah, uh it came out what was it? August twenty eighth. So three weeks ago about.
0: Damn. And you guys I was I've been reading your posts about it, you know, yours and you know, uh Madeiro's and, and Matt B's. Um that it's like this is possibly your like your best effort to date so far.
1: Yeah, I think numbers wise, I know that stream <laughs> the streaming that we did was just ridiculous it we did 10 times the streaming numbers that we did last time and was that um, the first week yeah first week okay um so the one song the first song that we released which was the title track uh panic is already at like six million streams or something like that fuck yeah and yeah so it's 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 been wild like i mean it's so crazy how that song turned out. We've had this idea of making an album called panic since mid last year. Mm-hmm. So like we came up with the idea for the album and the, and like the title for it first before we had any music for it really. Mm-hmm. And so it was just weird how that was meant to be because the very last song that we wrote for the record, which was like November of last year was the title track and it was kind of like the last missing piece to throw in there. And then, you know, we were out with skillet and, and in February and and we were supposed to go and film a music video with a with a live audience and it was supposed to be really energetic and crazy and we had this idea of because we had this emoji that we used on our last record that was just a shirt at first and and it just people just gravitated towards it so much that we used it on this album and we just changed the face of the emoji and we were like that would be cool if we could get like sunglasses and masks because like our employee like our crew guys have been wearing masks you know, when we when we do shows and, and go on tour, they just put the mask on and it makes it so that people don't try to talk to them, you know, while they're going through the shows and they can just get their stuff done without getting distracted and we're
0: like, For mashes to new made masks cool before it was mandatory.
1: Yeah, when this all came out, we were like, we had this idea. We we're like, we're, we wanted to put sunglasses with the emoji eyes and then the mask with, like, the little zipper mouth. And yeah. then this happened. We were like, no fucking way. What is happening right so now? So are you responsible call- for COVID-19,
0: ni- Danny?
1: Jeez, you know, it's real <laughs> scary because <laughs> we also uh, jokingly half predicted the purge that's going on right now. Because, like, oh everybody's going fucking, fucking crazy. We put well, out this video. And it was like, we had at the end of the video, it, it was like a parody of, of wake me up when September ends, but it was for 2020. We mm-hmm. just made all the, it was just supposed to be a fun joke. We thought it would make people laugh and bring some joy into their homes. And in the end of it, we were like, we got to figure out something to do. And we were like, oh, let's make it so that it's, it's the end of the year. It's 2021, but then the purge happens. And so like Matt gets <laughs> stabbed when he walks outside for the first time and dies. Jesus. It's like, oh my God, everything's going to shit now.
0: Oh, and dude, like I was, so I had, I had Phil Labonte on here a few days ago and, uh, I was talking to him, Maddie, 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 the dog, I'm trying to do a podcast. (laughs) I had, I had Phil Labonte on here, um, the other day and he was just like, dude, he's like, I was talking to him about possibly like deleting Facebook and he's like, dude, ever since I deleted my Facebook, he's like, it's been, like, the greatest thing ever. He's like, because Twitter is a little bit, he's all about Twitter. Like, he's not even a big fan of, like, Instagram. Like, anything Facebook, he's just oh. like, he's just like, nah. And it's like, yeah, you can post your opinions and shit on Twitter. But for the most part, there's not as many users on Twitter as there is on Facebook. Where it's like, you know, my mom has a Facebook you know, right. your mom has a Facebook. Everybody's mom has a Facebook. Everybody's weird <laughs> uncle has a fucking Facebook, you know. And it's just like people are, you know, and I'm glad that people are, you know, they feel so they, they. you know, they're exercising their right to use the First Amendment. But it's just like there's so much bullshit being shared that people don't realize is bullshit. And it's like they don't care about anything that comes out of your mouth. Unless it's like what their ideals are, and yeah.
1: It's like <laughs> we went from the information age to the misinformation
0: age. Yeah, and it's like so. The first thing I do when I see you know a ridiculous headline, I'll see who it is. I'll mm-hmm. see. All right, be like, all right. You know, Daily <laughs> or whatever. I'm just making a name right. up because I'm not trying yeah. to. I'm not trying to separate. You know, any. You know, far left and far right websites, uh, websites. So it's like Daily Ball Bag. And then what I go do is I go into Google and I said, yep. All right, who owns DailyBallBag.com? Okay. If it doesn't give you a direct answer, it's probably, you know, a corporation. You look up and see who owns that. And you can kind of figure out where your news is coming from. Like, you know, if you're looking at fucking Daily Mail or whatever, it's like, you know, Ben Shapiro yeah. fucking owns that. So you're going to get a super fucking conservative point of view, you know? Mm-hmm yeah Um, go ahead
1: yeah it's 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 the second that i see something and it just seems incredibly like just blown out of proportion or or presumptuous i'm like all right i better look this up and see what the actual story is before whoever this writer is put their opinion in on it because you can't just get an article that states this thing happened it's mm-hmm. this thing that is this and this and here's my opinion. Yeah. happened. It's so frustrating.
0: No, and it's just like dude, all the and then all these headlines are super fucking clickbaity and then motherfuckers don't even read the articles. Like right. and it's getting to the point where people are just sharing fucking memes. Like memes are not fucking news. Like screenshots of someone being outraged by something is not fucking news find it and go look it up for yourself. Like if it's something you're like, Oh yeah, I agree with that person. Now, before you share the bullshit, like at least know where the fuck you're coming from. Cause I, I literally cannot go like three seconds on Facebook without just literally just slapping my hand right on my forehead. the most
1: recent one was, was that there was a UFO in New Jersey. It was a fucking blimp. (laughs)
0: See, and honestly, like, you know, I'm all about the UFO shit, and, like, I saw that, and I'm just like, I don't even want to fucking get involved with that, like, because there'd been, like, a few things that I was, like, trying to educate people on, and that's when I kind of figured that, like, you know, people sharing this stuff is their, quote-unquote, opinion, you know, it's Mm. it's their opinion, and most people aren't going to change their opinion, especially if they're not educate well educated on the subject matter and they're just it doesn't matter what you say you're not going to sway them anyway, shape or form you yeah. know so it's just like you know my me spouting my opinion to someone who i know is not going to change their opinion is literally just a waste of fucking energy so i'm just like you know what i'm not going to repost fucking anything i had posted a couple of things and i had taken them down just because like yeah of the fucking it's not even the shit talking. I can handle the shit talking, but just the pure ignorance of people. And I'm not saying here, like, you know, it's a certain group of people. Like, it's coming from both ends, you know? I'm not... I And and, and I've I've said this for a long time. I fucking hate extremes. I yeah. don't support fucking, you know, super liberal leftists. And I don't support super conservative right. Like, I... I, yeah. I I feel like the
1: thing that I always see is that the left can see and understand social issues, but then somehow like just completely fucks it up in the execution of trying to fix it and just makes things worse. Yeah, and in the yeah, right. And then on the far further right side, they sit there and then just pretend like it doesn't exist. And it's like, there are these two sides. One can see it, but then screws up the process mm-hmm. and just, totally knee jerk reaction and goes as far as possible out of the way and the other side is like this isn't real like yeah. you can't just say that
0: this is fake news god I fuck I hate that saying like ugh. and it's just it's just getting to the point to where it's like I haven't blocked anybody like I, I, I won't block anybody based off of their political issues but like I will like take a break from a motherfucker. Like you have that right. option now on Facebook where you could take a 30 day break. I'm like, yeah. all yeah. right, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to this in a month and let me yeah. see how I feel. And it's like, I've kind of like narrowed my list down to, I'm only seeing, you know, like maybe a quarter of the stuff I was seeing before. And it doesn't matter if it's left or right, or if it's, you know, this or that. And it's just, like, I just don't want to fucking see anything political. Like, most people sharing political shit have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. They have no idea where this information is coming from. And it's just getting to the point where I'm like, you don't know what you're saying. You don't know what you're fucking doing. You don't understand because you didn't do the actual research. You're voting on people based on their fucking public appearance. Right. Not their policies. And you're like, you know what? I get it. Trust me. I fucking don't like Trump either. I don't think he's smart I, I don't think he pre- presents himself well at all. I think that's his biggest downfall is he just can't shut up. Yeah, exactly. And, but I will say I've looked into his policies and there are certain policies. where I'm like, oh, hey, that's a good idea. But there's also certain policies on the left where I'm like, oh, hey, that's a good idea. There are certain right. things that I absolutely disagree with how Trump handled things, especially with like the defunding of Planned Parenthood. And like, yeah that's a tricky one I don't I don't agree with that because I would say that I
1: I tend to and I'll be honest I tend to lean right but like there is a necessity in as as much as it sucks because it is a hard thing there's a necessity in the ability for people to get abortions if they need it and it's a hard process and it, it doesn't need anyone else's outside opinion weighing down on them when it's already stressful and it's it's an unfortunate but necessary thing in the world that we live in,
0: but it's not it's not just about the abortion issue abortions are only 3% of the Planned Parenthood of the Planned yeah, parenthood. Yeah, that's the business. other thing. Yeah, you know, it's about, you know, like so at the time when he was like signing that bill or whatever or trying to make it go into effect. Uh, I was with my ex and she had an IUD, a copper IUD. She was already a mother. Mm. She didn't want to have any more kids. But this yep. law would make it so that she couldn't get another IUD if something were to happen and she needed to take it out, Yeah. that she couldn't get another birth, con- a birth control method like that. Um, yeah, that's, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when you have a system where it's like, dude, I've totally used it. You know, I've gone to Planned Parenthood when I didn't have any fucking money or, you know, a, a primary care technician and, you know, to get STD tests free contraceptives and right. you know, just to make sure that you, you know, your fucking boy's good, you know? Yeah. And they, and they are just like, Hey, how much money do you make? Oh, you can't afford this? Well, here, we'll give it to you for free if you can't afford it, you know, it's cool. And they give you a little fucking teal card and you go in there and 90% of the normal procedures that you would go there for, IE HIV testing, STD testing, you know, birth control, all that shit is free. But when they wanted to defund Planned Parenthood, it was going to take all that away. Luckily, I believe they got private investors who were just like, nah, fuck that. We'll, we'll yeah. give you money. Keep doing what you keep doing your shit. Because nice. the last thing, you know, last thing we need is like, you know, and you can't just say, oh, don't have sex. That's the stupidest <laughs> fucking thing ever. Sex
1: is insanely rampant in our country and yeah. our culture at this point. Like, that would be a horrible thing for us to not be able to have <laughs> contraceptives yeah. and birth control like and that'd be terrible
0: yeah it would, it would It because they're gonna do it regardless if they have it or not but if they have the ability to go get stuff for free they're more likely to use that service than to just be like you know alright I'm gonna raw dog these nine girls and fucking impregnate one of them or get fucking whatever STD you know and yeah,
1: but it's crazy. <laughs> it's so, is so wild.
0: It, yeah, and it's just, you know, I, I tend to be a little bit left of center when it comes to most things. I know a lot mm. of people are like socially, which I think is so weird. A lot of people are like socially liberal, but privately conservative. And, right. I, and I have no problem with people who are on the right. You know, I have no problem with people on the left. And I'm just getting back to the the point. I just don't like the extremes, you know? Yeah,
1: because they're bad, man. (laughs) And I mean, I obviously fighting racism is a very important thing. And it's insane to act like it doesn't exist because I think in individuals, you know, throughout the country, whether it be a very, very, very small amount or, you know, more than that you know it that exists and should should be fought but then I see like some of the extreme lefts, and it seems like they're more hateful than the thing that they're fighting like I saw this freaking video of the this mob of all white people blocking this and harassing a black woman in her car it's like what are you fighting what are you even doing yeah you're not helping her
0: yeah Yeah, man, it's just, it's just, it just gotten to the point to where it's just like a lot of the super, like, uh, and I hate to say it this way, a lot of the, like, super liberal, like, leftist liberals, (laughs) it's like, it's like trying to talk to a vegan about how veganism isn't for everybody. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what it feels like talking to super liberals. And it doesn't matter what you say, like, uh, I, I shared this on my story the other day. So I used, I, I was following the streamer girl and she's mm-hmm. pro vegan, you know, whatever. And, uh, she had put up a post that says, you know, like our bodies weren't meant to digest meat, like blah, 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 like all this stuff. And I was just, and she was like, you need to be vegan now, like go vegan now. And like all this stuff. And. All I had posted underneath her post was, I was like, you know, being vegan isn't for everybody, you know? I know people that it has greatly helped. And I know people who didn't know how to supplement the vitamins and nutrients that they were getting from meats like iron, you know, vitamin D, you know, shit like that. I've heard of people
1: who have had like sicknesses that they got rid of through a carnivorous diet, like a strictly carnivorous diet, which is crazy that sounds like that would never happen or be a thing
0: but yeah apparently it is and like if you're vegan cool you know like tim our guitar tech he's vegan i didn't even know it you know it took me mm. it took me like a month to figure out that he was vegan because i was like oh yeah. you want to go to this place me he's like oh I, I can't really eat anything there i'm like oh well why not he's like oh i'm vegan i'm like well i didn't know that you should have said something sooner Um, Because I I do fuck with vegan food, but I think if you're going to do anything drastic to your diet differently than what you've been doing, like say if you're on a mostly carnivorous diet and you don't eat a lot of vegetables, like going vegan without knowing what your body needs can be... You're always going to freak out. Yeah, your body's going to freak out. Something's going to happen. And all I said was before changing your diet drastically, and I'm not just talking about... Going vegan, I'm talking about doing keto, like real keto. And what I think you should do is go to the doctor and maybe have some, go to a nutritionist, get your blood tested, see what works the best for your body. So when you do, when when you change your diet, you're not just going in fucking completely blind and then you get like fucking, you know, sick because you're not getting Especially for women.
1: Yeah. Women have, have to think about hormones and all that stuff. Yeah. And well, I, I
0: know I know when I did keto, um, my body was fine. I didn't go to the doctor. But my ex at the time, she actually triggered something that was either rheumatoid arthritis or lupus. Because it changed her blood so drastically. Sheesh. And it's like, it was in her system already. And it would have been a problem later on down the line.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But changing her diet so quickly like that and just a complete polar opposite of what she was doing before actually changed her. Uh, I wouldn't say her blood, but it, it, just, it changed so much that it actually triggered an illness.
1: Wow. Yeah. I mean, think about it. When we switch our dog's food, we, we wean them into it and then out of the other one, why wouldn't we do that for ourselves? Yeah. You know? So like, it's just, it's just, and, and another thing that I've, I've found oh, she, out she, about,
0: she blocked me, by the way, she blocked me, she oh, sent God. me, a, she sent me a DM. She's like, I'm not going to have your fucking, your fucking, um, close minded anti-veganism on my page. And I was like, first of all, I'm not anti-vegan. Nowadays. And, and I, I wrote her really thought out, like not aggressive in any way, shape or form. And I made sure to word it as if I wasn't being aggressive. There was no aggressive terminology used. And I, I pressed send. And then I go, I go to her page and she'd blocked me. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm just like, okay, some people, there's just no talking to. It doesn't matter what it is, if it's about veganism or if it's about politics or, you know, whatever. But I mean, where, where do you live, Danny? Like what state?
1: I live in upstate, like Western New York. So it's,
0: it's kind of,
1: I would say it's kind of purple here, depending on what area you're in. Um could be sometimes red sometimes blue but the nice thing is that nobody's too extreme so like we had an incident with someone who who died uh at the hands of the police uh in march and there was actually for the most part peaceful protests going on about it like Mm -hmm. i don't know the past week or two or something like that and the sad unfortunate result was that our black police chief resigned and now they want to get rid of our black mayor. And it's like, I feel like we're doing the opposite of what we were supposed to be doing, doing, because like the police force, like the, it it seems like the good ones or the ones who are afraid to deal with this are resigning. And like, I, a
0: a lot of cops. And I, I, I've heard a lot of cops in, in New York, especially in New York city have been like, nah, fuck this job, dude. I'm going to go, I'm going to go do (laughs) something else for a bit.
1: And, and I mean, I I don't think I could ever do that job. But for me too, I'd be like, hell no! Like now there are cops just getting shot by people.
0: Yeah, that yeah, out here just yeah, being the,
1: cops like that that that's scary, man. That, that's yeah, two really cops
0: scary. Out here in in L.A., two cops got shot. You know. Yeah. and yeah, that's, It sucks, man. There was a lot, and and you, I I don't think, I don't think anybody. I I, I believe in justice, but I don't think that just because they were police officers that they deserved to be shot. I don't think anybody who... And, like, there could be more to the story. I don't know. But what has been portrayed in the media, they did not deserve to get shot. And most Mm -hmm. police officers do not. I do believe in injustice, and I believe there has been a lot of injustices in this country um, with the the law enforcement. But I don't think often cops is... Is the answer whatsoever
1: it's so weird that that's what the focus is because when you when you if people could just take a step back and think about um, it's the fact that it's just positions of power like cops or a manager or politicians Mm -hmm. or anyone high up in a corporate space or it's the the issue is certain human beings and there are always going to be those certain human beings because there are so many of us and Mm -hmm. the issue at hand is positions of power. So wherever there are positions of power, which there always will be because there have to be, if we are going to be in a society is we have to have all the right checks and balances to make sure that people don't abuse those powers and get away with it, which is why it is true. I think that we do need police reform so that bad cops aren't protected and can't just leave one, you know, Uh, District or precinct or whatever And go to another one because they got fired From that one like you should be on a National database like oh this person Likes to beat people to death Let's not take them anywhere Because they shouldn't have those types of Positions of power
0: yeah well And and uh, By me saying this I do have a lot of a lot Of black friends and I do Understand where they're coming from Um, And I'm sure I'll probably get a lot of shit for this I don't I don't really care This is my show. You don't have to listen to it if you don't want to. Um, But instead of like, instead of defunding the police, which I get it. It doesn't mean abolish the police. That's two different things. I think we need to put more time into training police officers. Mm -hmm. Because if you're a lawyer, you need to go to school for eight years to practice law. But to become a police officer, like, dude, my ex's brother went to the academy and they were like, oh, yeah, you're going to be in the academy for, you know, eight to eight to 12 months. Right. That motherfucker was on the streets in six. Mm, Wow. You know, they need de-escalation courses, you know, and I don't know if they already do this, but they need like. um Twice a year, I believe that they need to have their mental health checked. They need yeah. to have, they need they to... see some
1: crazy shit, man.
0: Yeah. And like, because I know when I call the police, it's for a good reason. And I want to make sure, sh- and I want to know that if there's a situation where the police are involved, that if they're there to de-escalate, that's what they're there for. I don't want there to be, you know, I don't want it to be like, you know, I don't want it to get crazy. Right. Yeah, that's the last thing anyone wants. And
1: it's just, it's so it's so wild that that things are, are taking the, the course that they're taking because one of the things that we also don't take into consideration, I, and obviously the injustices that do happen suck and should be avoidable at all costs, but mm-hmm. it's never going to be a perfect system. It can't be. Yeah. There are like... there's something like several tens of millions of police interactions every year. Yeah. Millions upon millions upon millions. And, but the one thing that is happening nowadays is that everything gets recorded and you would back in the day, never hear about it. So it seemed like it wasn't as bad in reality. I think that a lot of things have gotten way better. Like thing about police in the nineties, like that shit was crazy.
0: Oh dude, I, I, I'm, I don't remember what year it was it might have been like ninety nine maybe two thousand, but I got into a car accident and there were happened to be two undercover old white undercover cops at the park across the street from where I got into a car accident and because the car was full of kid- like basically kids, like I literally had a fucking a glock or a beretta in my fucking face. What the, hell? the car was turned on its side, smoke billowing out of the thing. I'm trying to get my friends out of the car because it's on its side. And oh, I try to get a safe distance away from the car because I was like, I don't know if it's going to blow up. I just see smoke billowing everywhere. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, get down on the ground. I'm like, Jesus. And I'm like, can we move away from the car? Like, it's not going to blow up. And oh uh, but yeah, I had a, I had a fucking, they, they thought we were, they thought we were drug dealers.
1: based on what just I don't know we were absolutely nothing
0: we were kids wearing fucking death metal death metal shirts and huge baggy Mm. jeans I don't know
1: that's another tricky thing is like instinct and experience are valuable but also so flawed and it's like you can't just get rid of instinct because then you can just oh you know I'm just gonna walk down this dark alley at night why not (laughs) you can't do that
0: But it's like, dude, like, I think about it, like, if I would have, like, moved a certain way while that guy had a gun pointed at me, like, I could have been shot. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, you know, I wasn't. But, I mean, that's still scary as shit. Like, I'm fucking, you know, like, 13 or 14 at the time. And I got some old white dude in fucking golf shorts and a polo fucking pointing a nine millimeter at my forehead.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would have thought I was being kidnapped.
0: Yeah, I know. Right. So, yeah,
1: so, and nowadays, like all that kind of stuff, it gets filmed and it gets uploaded and it gets sent out and everybody sees it before any part of the story beyond that is released. And it's like, yeah. it is a recipe for disaster.
0: Yeah. Do I think choking is good is good no should not choke people there are ways and i'm like there's a lot of people that have have haven't gotten shot i'm like do motherfuckers just not use tasers anymore like have you seen some of the footage like there are some dudes
1: who are just so out of their minds like on whatever that like take two three tasers and they are just fucking up like four cops it's like yeah this dude is not remember
0: the bath salts thing Oh, yeah, 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 with Homie and four who ate Homie's face off?
1: <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what you put in that guy. I don't think he's yeah, going not down Yeah, everybody,
0: not everybody's on bath salts or fucking homemade <laughs> PCP. Like, for the True. most part, I would think, like, at least 90% of the situations where motherfuckers got shot by the cops, they could have used a taser.
1: yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about tasers, uh, but I've heard that they aren't always effective because they can get stuck in clothing, and yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. it just didn't work on that person because everybody responds differently to that that stuff. So I can't speak on that. I am totally ignorant when it comes to like the whole taser thing. But I do know there was good. There was this one video that I watched that was horrible, where this cop just ripped this kid out of the car. He had to have known him. It's this young like must have been like 16 white kid just gets ripped out of his car and tasered for over a minute straight now now fuck and this guy like dropped him on the curb and it's like he he's paralyzed for the rest of his life almost brain dead maybe it's like i couldn't like that that is one of the worst yeah videos i've ever seen that guy he basically tried to kill that kid and like from the dash cam footage like the kid didn't even do anything yeah And he just fucked him up over a minute, a minute straight of being electrocuted.
0: Yeah. See, and that's why I think fucking dude, twice a year, mental health checks. Cause it's like, dude, that job takes on a lot more than I think what people realize. And that's a lot. I mean, there's only so many times you can show up at a crime scene and you see a fucking a dead body or some little hurt kid. You know, like that—that that, that shit weighs on you. And I mean, I don't know if they already do, you know, twice a year fucking mental health checks. Maybe they need to start doing four. You yeah, know, right? Like, yeah, because that shit takes a toll on you. And by saying this, I just want to reiterate: yes, Black lives do matter. Yes, they do. I have a lot of Black friends, and, but I am not. I am. I am all for the statement of black lives matter, but I'm not so sure how I feel about the, um, uh, organization, the organization. There you go. That's the word. Yeah. They're, they're a little sketchy, man, you know? So, and I'm not going to try to dive. We've already kind of like (laughs) deep dived into this whole cop thing. And, you know, I'm definitely not, I don't know as much about that organization. Um, but as the statement, yes, I do. Yeah like, I, yeah,
1: like, of course. I mean, I feel like everybody, when they saw that George Floyd video at first, was, like, just jaw-droppingly shocked. Like, I mm-hmm. couldn't believe what I was watching.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like, yeah, there was footage that wasn't shown from beforehand, but that, like, dude, a fucking knee directly out of the neck for eight minutes. Like, and why? Why would you ever need to do that?
0: Yeah, and it's just and, like, this guy was a security guard who had known um, George Floyd previously, had worked with him, and they already didn't really like each other. Like,
1: Yeah, so was it personally motivated, you know?
0: I mean, I, yeah, I don't necessarily, I don't know if it was personally motivated, but I think, you know, if you've worked with a guy, and you're like, you know, like, oh, I know this motherfucker, blah, 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 and, you know, you're bound to be a little bit less restrictive if it's somebody that you know and have worked with you know especially yeah. if you didn't like them because you know you're gonna hold some you know he could be he could have been holding on to some animosity or to some rage mm-hmm. and you know right then and there was a great you know opportunity I mean you know great I don't mean great Quote unquote. But yeah was a great opportunity for him to be like oh, I'll show this motherfucker you know what I mean right So, but it's just, you know, and there's, there, there are two sides to every single story. I don't know what's real and what's not real just because again, going back to the whole fucking, like, you don't know what you're seeing, especially on social media, if it's fucking real, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It could, it could be, you know, some fucking, you know, anti-Black Lives Matter propaganda or it could be some pro black lives matter- propaganda, and it's just like some like because I lay somewhere in the middle when it comes to you know the the left and the right, I just mm. like not everything is so black and white, and I really I say wish that the, so
1: often it's like we live in a very gray world,
0: yeah. I mean yeah, there's there's black on one end of the spectrum and there's white on the on the polar opposite. But like in between that are fucking hundreds of shades of gray. Yeah. And it's not just this or that and I I, I really wish the media would take responsibility and like because it, it just, for me, I don't see any bias, like, unbiased news sources anymore. Right. It's Everybody's, a,
1: like, lying by omission. So yeah. So, they just, oh, we're going to leave this detail out and this thing out. We're going to talk about these few things. As it's long like, as it that's supports. That's still lying.
0: As long as it supports their agenda. Like, it's either super liberal or super fucking conservative. But we don't live in a conservative or liberal only world there are more people that are dead center in the middle who are just like right. you know yeah they might hate trump and yeah they probably hate biden too and it's just like, and i know i hope it...
1: that's where most of america lies because obviously the loudest ones are going to get the most attention yeah i have this feeling that most people are somewhere in the middle and just don't really speak a whole lot on it because i sure as shit won't share anything because Next thing I know, somebody from one side or the other side or both sides are going to be like, nah, 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 you don't know what you're talking about. You're an idiot. You, you, you do research. And-.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, that's fine. I'll probably get a lot of shit because like, you know, <clears throat> because of the things I, I, I said about the police, like, but I don't feel like I wouldn't say I'm like dead center on like that. That issue mm-hmm. in particularly, it's like, yeah, what those police did were fucked up and they should be fucking tried accordingly, you know? Right. And, and, yeah, and yes, I do support my black friends and all black people to have not only equal rights, but you shouldn't have to talk to your children of how to act around the police, you know? Right. So there are injustices that aren't being met. So if that's what we're talking about, then yeah, I would side more with my, with my black friends than I would when it comes to the police. But if we're talking about the police, I really think that there needs to be a huge reform and people need to be trained more. And they need more mental health checkups and they need fucking, they need de-escalation teaching.
1: Yeah, you know, I, think, I think you can't just have a bunch a...
0: of fucking aggro motherfuckers fresh out of fucking, fresh out of the police academy, to like with this new and a lot dude. A lot of police officers are fucking young, dude. You know, like yeah. twenty three to like fucking thirty, like, and you give them that kind of power.
1: Yeah, I think <sighs> I think at the end of the day, it's it's definitely uh, an an area of our country that needs. Reform and needs to to be better for sure, and at the same time, I also think the same thing about our education system. It is yeah, same fucked. It is no, capital F U C K E D.
0: Well, that our our education system, our fucking healthcare, like dude, our educational system and our fucking healthcare system are a fucking joke, a joke. Now, Phil Labonte disagreed with me on this on this topic, and that's fine. He can disagree. But I also agree, like if if we I think that there is a way to do it, not like the Bernie Sanders way, like, oh, we'll figure out a way to get, you know, free health care for everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, But
1: I voted for him in the primaries of 2016 and I immediately felt uh, abandoned by the Democratic Party because they put up Hillary and I was like, I ain't voting for her. I just (laughs) sat out.
0: Dude, I really think that that's when the Democratic Party really just started fucking itself, it was when they fucked over Byrne, old Burn yep. dog. And it's like, yep. I don't agree with everything he says, but there are right. ways to make our healthcare system and our educational system better. I'm like, first of all, you can start taxing all these fucking churches. Like, I don't- Hell I don't, yes. I don't care. Hell yes. I don't care who you are, but like, like- if you are making enough money in your evangelical church to fucking. Those people are ridiculous. To have fucking uh, multiple Ferraris and a massive estate, like not even a mansion, a motherfucker. God wants me estate. to have a plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like motherfuckers are rolling around the country in G5s, like they're fucking Jay Z in 2000. You know what I mean? Like, like. Just start taxing. And it, even if you did a small tax, boom, there is fucking... That's a huge income right there for yeah. all sorts of programs. And I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be upset if they were like, listen, we have this new tax plan. We're going to tax you guys a little bit more throughout the year, but that's going to pay for your health care, kind of like the way Canada does it, the way Germany mm-hmm. does it. You pay more in taxes, but if you fucking break your leg or... You know, fucking st- st- cut your fucking leg open trying to chop down a tree. You don't have to worry about like, I'm going to get charged a million dollars for this. That is really scary. You know, and it could be anything like, you know, like, dude, I take a walk around my block every now and again. I could easily be hit by a car and it's like, it might mm-hmm. not be fatal. I might break a leg or a rib or two but that's still going to be more money than I will ever be able to pay because I don't have health insurance because I refuse to pay fucking $400 a month because I have a pre-existing condition. And then on top of that, still have to pay 90% of my prescription costs, (laughs) which is like insurance
1: is such a freaking scam
0: in this country. It is dude. Like dude, like anytime we're in a different country, like I'll stock up on asthma inhalers, dude. Because a lot what of places. cost over there? Uh, to give me an example, there are there are almost a hundred dollars here. Right. Yeah, which... I, I
1: have one myself.
0: Yeah. So which is I have to get those every month. Oh wow. In Mexico, I can get five of them for forty bucks. In uh, Canada, they're like eight bucks a pop. In Russia, I got one for two dollars and fifty cents.
1: Do you remember the whole Martin Shkreli guy?
0: You're, do you, have do you remember him?
1: He He's the guy who he bought that uh, that company that had like the AIDS. Oh, the
0: the was it the was it the diabetes medicine or was it the? I
1: thought it was like a AIDS medication. Maybe it was diabetes. I don't know. He price gouged the shit out of it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I remember Looking that. back on that, I was like, there's a possibility that this guy is playing like devil's advocate in doing some sort of backhanded thing to maybe in a way show people how messed up our government is because at the end of the day, he was able to do that because it is legal for him to do so. The lawmakers made it possible for him to do so. And he did. So whose fault is that? Not his. Yeah. And they, they sat up there and they questioned him, like, how do you think that this is OK? It's like, you motherfuckers make the rule. How the hell are you <laughs> going to sit there and tell this guy who's doing something that by every definition he technically can? He bought the company. Yeah. So, like, I have always wondered, like, did that guy do that to, to almost like in a weird backwards way, like, show how messed up our system is?
0: I just think he was being greedy, but you have a very could be, but you have, you have, for have, me it opened a very my eyes. I was like lining view on it, and I appreciate it, that.
1: <laughs> it opened my eyes to be like, oh wow, like this guy's totally capable of doing it because it's legal.
0: Yeah, and the and those thing, assholes
1: sat there and and tried to make it out like he was he was this awful person, which you know maybe he is, but so are they. They make the rules.
0: Well, I remember when, 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 when Bush was in office. I remember they had to change the um chemical compound inside inhalers to remove mm-hmm. the co2 because it was polluting the air what yeah yeah little kids with asthma are making co2 emissions cuz their inhalers had co2 in them <laughs> what that's why they changed that dude that's why they changed and then i remember during the obama administration uh, I the company that owns like pro air inhalers, it's probably mm-hmm. like fucking Glaxo Incline or fucking something. I, I don't I don't I don't have one because I refuse to support that fucking company. Um just decided they're like, This is how we're gonna do it. And uh they used to be twenty five bucks without insurance. They used to be five dollars with insurance. Hmm. And then they went from twenty five dollars to fucking I think it's, yeah, it's $96 without insurance for (laughs) inhalers. That's so wild. Like something you can't fucking control. I mean, just like, you know, diabetes, you know, because some people just get diabetes. Some people are born with it. Yeah. You know, and then some people get it later on in life. But it's just like shit you can't control shouldn't be like fucking like a financial investment to get the shit that you need to stay alive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's 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 shitty, you know.
0: <laughs> but in, in other Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna change just change the topic. So let's something. talk about cuties. It's your boy, Kyle Conkiel. Now before we get into this topic, there's just a few things that I wanted to reiterate. Um I am not condoning this film. Um I do believe if you want to do your own research, go right ahead. I would not recommend this film for anybody (laughs) Um, my stance when I was talking to Danny about this and I might not have reiterated it well enough was that yes I understand what the filmmakers were trying to do but I do not agree with how they did it. I thought it was very tasteless and I don't condone that sort of that sort of behavior. They could have easily done this movie. They could have done it in a far less disturbing and gross manner. Um, I guess, you know, me playing devil's advocate can come off as uh, supporting this film. And I don't. Like I said, I understand that it's an expose on the over-sexualization of young children. And they definitely shouldn't have oversexualized children to let us know that sexualization of children is bad. So that is my stance on it. Um, like I said, I don't support this film. Am I going to cancel my Netflix subscription because of this? No, but that's my opinion. You can do with what you can do what you want with your life, and I will do with what I want with mine but I just wanted to clear that up before we get into this topic. Uh, are you? Do you really want to do that? Because I'll talk about cuties with you.
1: Absolutely. Then we can talk about WAP. Or we can talk about WAP and then lead it into cuties. I feel no, like they kind of go hand in hand.
0: I mean, <laughs> you, you said cuties first.
1: Yeah. Uh, wow. I was uh, nauseous watching that, that one clip. Uh, so uncomfortable.
0: Have you watched the whole thing?
1: No. I have because because I I just I get that they said that it was about how the sexual exploitation of children is bad. Over sexualizing young girls, yeah. Right. But that is what they did. And they had hundreds of auditions and they had to have
0: it was it was a movie. It was a coming of age age movie. I'm not gonna say that the scene, because I know exactly which scene you're talking about, wasn't fucking super uncomfortable because it fucking was. It was terrifyingly fucking uncomfortable. It made me fucking sick to my stomach. But I put everything that I had watched in that entire film. And granted, I think they could have shot certain things a different way. I think Netflix could have marketed it a different way. But it is a modern coming of tale story about a girl feeling pressurized by social media and, you know, the outlets that are that are there, including stuff like WAP.
1: And because there was a journey to this point, culturally, that has happened. Yeah. But people want to defend it every step of the way. So if this is defended, too, like, where do we go next?
0: And. I I wouldn't say I'm defending it but I'm definitely not on board with the whole cancel Netflix thing.
1: No, like, I think canceling things is
0: stupid. I've talked about cancel culture a whole bunch on this podcast and I'm sure I'm probably going to get you, I'm probably going to be called a fucking pedo sympathizer and like all this shit but think of all there are so many more coming of age tales that have that have tried to let the people know, like, well, the, dude, have you ever seen Kids? Yeah, I heard about that. Um, I haven't have, seen that one. Though. Have you seen 13? All those fucking movies are super fucking uncomfortable, and they depict really fucking real and really fucking uncomfortable real-life situations that have to deal with fucking teenagers and young kids.
1: I think one of the main distinctions that people were making was that there's there was a difference between depiction and actual exploitation so like showing a rape scene and and how violent and gruesome and terrible it is Mm -hmm. like what if they actually shot an actual rape scene for a movie that's way different than depicting it so like the fact that they shot the things that the way that they did in the movie and had all these girls that auditioned and like and put yeah. it out there, and the way they marketed it, and all this stuff, it no, was like no, no, all right. So the, this so the is way the that they execution. Marketed, the of, way that they marketed
0: that. it in Europe was much better than how Netflix marketed. I will say, Netflix fucking dropped the goddamn ball with not only that first description that they released, but and then I mean, why couldn't you just call it the name of like? I I think it's McNann I, I think that's how you say it. Like, mm. why couldn't you just call it the name of the movie? Like, I get it. If that means cuties in a different language. Yeah. And, and another thing I was kind of pissed off about was they dubbed the movie. I would have rather had it in its original French language with subtitles. They dubbed it. They dubbed it. Honestly, weird. minus that scene that you're talking about. The second most atrocious thing about that movie was the dubbing.
1: Yeah, you know, I saw the the preview and I had heard like, oh, it's about 11 year olds twerking. I saw the preview. And I was like, this doesn't seem that I'm mean, this doesn't seem that terrible. Yeah. And then and then I saw the scene. And I was like, holy God, what the hell am I watching? Dude,
0: it, it is super fucking uncomfortable. And yeah, I did have to fat. Like I watched it for I was like, yo, what the fuck is it? I was like, all right, I get why people are upset. It is. But I've also looked at it from the point of view. To where it is a modern tale with social media Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, um, you know, a woman, the director who was a woman, you know, her experiences growing up in a social media type of world.
1: That's such an awful cycle too, because I feel like in one way, men instinctually, even if you can do it respectfully lust after women as a, as a form of, of just continuing on the species. It's like a mechanism. Yeah, yeah. spread your
0: seed as as much and as far as possible.
1: And so because men lust after that so much, that's what gets the most response from the things that women post. And so Mm -hmm. women get all this attention, and so then men watch it more, and then they post it more, and then it's like this awful cycle where it just keeps worsening and worsening because we just can't help ourselves.
0: I mean, there was there was I, I saw some like TikTok video. Uh, I don't have TikTok, but I, someone posted it in their story, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was like a girl doing a video something about like oh, do you want to be my boyfriend? Like doing like one of those voiceover TikToks, mm-hmm. and the guy goes to her fucking her TikTok page, and it's like I thought this girl was in her like late teens, and he goes to her TikTok page, and it's like she's in eighth grade, and it's just like. I like you can be upset at me for like not hating fucking cuties all you want. I I you know what and that's fine. You can have your opinion on it, but with how social media is, how the media is, you know, you have and having fucking computers, smartphones in our pockets, and there's no can, restriction. There's no restrictions. None whatsoever. You so kids are getting exposed To more graphic information than when you and you and I were growing up because I mean dude I didn't get the internet until I was in fucking halfway through high school right you know I know you're a little bit younger than me but like I had fucking dial-up dude yeah I was 10 or 11 for me I was I was like 14 or 15 which is when you kind of start like I mean I already had sex at that time You know, Mm -hmm. so it's like it wasn't like I was being, you know, when I figured Internet porn out for the first time. I mean, yeah, it was graphic and I shouldn't have been watching it at that age. But I was already doing the stuff that was in that video. So but it's like when you're exposing like little like they're I'm going to say it. they're little fucking girls. They're not young women. They are little fucking girls. Getting exposed to shit like that it makes them feel like they need to, I mean, I'm not going to speak for anybody, but how I view it is that it makes them feel like they need to grow up faster. So Mm -hmm. for fucking whatever reason, boys will like them. Yeah. And, And,
1: and that kind of brings me around to the WAP song. I am not a, cancel WAP, It Shouldn't Exist or anything like that. Male artists have been doing this kind of stuff
0: forever. Yeah, well, what's that that Pony song? Fucking, uh, who sings that? uh, I don't, I'm not even sure. Let's do it. Ride it. My Pony. Is it Justin Timberlake? (laughs) No, 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 no. It was way before Timberlake. Oh,
1: no. I always think it's Justin Timberlake, but it's never mind. No, it's it's, someone else. But like the whole WAP thing is, to me, I think Cardi B has every right to write that song. I think it's got its uses. Like you can, you know, get hot and heavy with, with a, an intimate partner. And that's like a super fitting song. But like, I think there's a time and place for everything. And we really don't have the same kind of rating. Yeah. Type uh, methods, like for movies and video games that we do for, you know, like, for for music, like it's just not there. And now it's the number one sound on TikTok, where everybody's pretty much under eighteen. It's the number one song on Apple and and on iTunes. It's like we're it feels like we're creeping towards. You know what? Let's just put strip clubs in all of our schools. Like yeah. like it's getting well, I mean, fucking crazy.
0: I I, I I understand where you're coming from. Um, I don't really, I don't really like, I don't care. Too much. I mean, it's like, if you're an artist and you have a massive platform like that, <clears throat> I I don't believe that you should be censored, but I think you should be aware of the content that you are producing. Yeah. Honestly, the song isn't even good. I think the reason why people are listening to it is because of all the controversy. Like, I listen to the song. I listen to the, you know, I watch the video. I listen to it. I'm just like, there's not a fucking hook in this song like they basically wrote it on the fact that it was like i don't again i don't know but it was like they were just like oh this is just going to be controversial
1: and to me that was very very smart of either cardi b or her team because like if that was the first thing she came out with wouldn't it wouldn't be anything but she's built up this obviously provocative career and it's kind of been walking in that direction Mm -hmm. and then boom they drop the bomb with one of the Artist who has had one of the most successful songs on TikTok. And of course, like that's a recipe to explode. But like, I just, if I see another 10 year old girl doing that dance, I think I'm going to hurl myself off of a building. <laughs> because and, it's dude, just.
0: And, and like I said, like I'm not, I'm not about cancel culture. I'm not about shutting anybody up. But I do think that there is a, there is something when you have such a large audience, you really need to because I mean do I mean Cardi B's had young fans for a long time. Like this mm-hmm. isn't something new that she's had young fans. She is a strong figure in in uh, female uh, female artists in hip hop, you know? Right. Cuz you know she's talked about being a fucking stripper and fucking drugging dudes and taking their fucking That's wallets so fucking and crazy. shit. You know. And she
1: didn't get canceled for it.
0: No. No. <laughs> But if it w- it was uh, the other way around, it's Bill Cosby. You know what I mean? Granted, right. granted, Cardi B didn't <laughs> rape them, but right. she still drugged them and took their and took their money. Not that I'm saying that robbery and rape are even in the same wheelhouse. So don't get your fucking butthole hairs in a fucking twist here, everybody. I'm just saying that if if the roles were reversed, that person, if if Car- if if Cardone be jail. Cardone B <laughs> Cardone B did that to girls. He would have been arrested. Yeah, yeah. It there, well, it's I mean, pretty wild. There's there, are, there's a whole lot of double standards because when you know, going back to kind of like the you know, uh, inappropriateness with underaged people. I mean, if a male, if a male teacher has an inappropriate relationship with one of his students that is underage, it's looked at because it is yeah. fucking disgusting. But right. when the roles are reversed, I mm-hmm. mean, it could just be on the male side. I don't know, but it's just like if an underage male has sex with a female teacher, like, yo, dude, like, I can't believe you said anything. It's I like, wouldn't. Oh, he's a go.
1: legend. He's a man.
0: Yeah. No, but it's fucking disgusting on either side. Yeah. Like,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and like, I don't know. Like, and I, I just I, I really see a lot of hypocrisy and all this and a lot of this cancel culture like people canceling fucking saying that they want to cancel their Netflix because of cuties a lot of those people are the same motherfuckers that were like fucking talking. The about hated hi- cancel culture no 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 that were fucking fucking watching toddlers in tiaras Oof. you know what I mean like it's the, yeah granted it's not to the same level as right. cuties but it's the same basic idea, like beauty pageants for fucking little girls. I've always thought that was fucking weird. Yeah, and it's like, dude, dude if, if you if you would why, if you if they would release Little Miss Sunshine today. They would want to cancel it. I'm not sure if, if you if you've heard of that movie with Steve Carell. I
1: it's, I've only seen parts of that movie, so I don't I don't. But it's
0: basically about a prepubescent girl who wants to be in fucking beauty contests. Hmm. you know <laughs> so i just you know I yeah really that would think probably be pretty weird what that would probably be pretty weird yeah it's fucking dude all that shit is fucking weird and it's super inappropriate and but a lot of these people who are doing the cancel fucking netflix aren't taking the time to do their research they saw a meme they saw a screenshot and then I saw like this copy and pasted fucking thing that everyone's been fucking posting where they're taking shit out of context and it's like I watched half this movie and I was fucking disgusted and I looked at the parts that they were naming I'm like you watched the first fucking 20 minutes of this movie and you're Mm -hmm. summing it up out of context you know what I mean Yeah. and uh, I'm just like don't believe the shit that fucking everybody says and it's like you know, if you want to hate me because I fucking watch the fucking The Cuties movie, then cool. Don't care. You know? Yeah, I think canceling I want... Netflix is a little ridiculous. But I mean, honestly, I wanted to form my own opinion and stop. Instead of like, I did my research, I, I looked up what the movie was about. And yeah, there was some fucking really uncomfortable shit in that movie. 99% of that movie, the ni- other 99% of that movie, is not those fucking few minutes you know um and i I wanted to i wanted to form my own opinion based on how it made me feel as a human being and not let somebody else tell me how i should feel because that's the way that they feel
1: yeah and i i i think for me just it being in there even if 99 percent of the rest of it is fine is enough for me to not have any interest in And seeing it because I still remember the last house on the left and they had a very long, uncomfortable rape scene where it was like no music, no nothing, like a straight up rape for like several minutes. And I will never forget how gross that was to me. Like I was like, I am not watching (laughs) this movie ever again. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think I finished it. So like that was the important aspect of the movie where that it was just, it depicted rape for like three, four minutes. And I was like, this, this is not okay. I, I can't watch this. It's this fucking horrible.
0: Well, and you know, those things that we're talking about rape and the oversexualization of young girls, you know, of little fucking girls, it's not a comfortable subject, you know? Right. And I think to get your point across these days, you have to kind of, you know, you kind of have to, I'm not saying that the way the cuties did it was the right way to do it and at all, but it seems like you have to overdo shit to make your fucking point. You know,
1: I hope at the very least it, it angered enough people for there to be change. Yeah. Cause then may, maybe at the end of the day, even though the, you know, the way those scenes were shot was terrible at, at, hopefully it will inspire enough change for people to be like, We've got to shut this shit down because we can't have anything else like that happen.
0: Yeah, and then I just, I find it so fucking interesting that, like, you know, the whole, like, save our children, like, hashtag, I agree. Um, child trafficking and child uh, molestation is not fucking new. Like, where the fuck were you guys last year? You know what I mean? Like, Ashton Kutcher's been trying to tell all of us for the last nine Corey years. Feldman. And Corey Feldman too. I remember I meant-
1: watching uh, his a documentary that brought him up. Oh, God, it was. Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was the documentary that that first came out, and it showed him talking on the on. I don't know if it was the View or whatever, and like they were just so dismissive of him, yeah. and like didn't care what he had to say, and he was in this documentary, and and I can't, can't remember what it was called, but I watched him like. 2013 2014 and i was like holy hell like well i'm not
0: i'm not not even talking about the shit going on in hollywood i'm talking about like the child trafficking shit like fucking ashton kutcher opened up fucking thorn which turned into dna which is like he's been donating like like cool you guys are sharing a fucking hashtag but i know plenty of motherfuckers actually put their money where their mouth is if you are so if you are so like Uh, Like hashtag save our children like this needs to stop you need to donate if not your money your fucking time and I don't just mean sharing a goddamn fucking hashtag on social media and be like we need to save our kids like there are resources you can go out there and fucking volunteer for any one of these anti-trafficking fucking companies donate your fucking time it doesn't even have to be eight. Eight, ten, twelve fucking hours. You can do two hours a week, and at least you know that you're making some sort of fucking difference. Everyone just wants to be a fucking social justice warrior, and like, oh, you didn't share the fucking save our children hashtag? You must think fucking pedophiles are cool or something like that. Like, no, no, like, but yeah, I have... get so
1: frustrated about about awareness in general yeah. because like. If there is only awareness, there will be zero change. If nobody actually does something, yeah. awareness does, won't make a difference in the
0: end. And I won't say who I've donated to, but I have donated to anti-trafficking, fucking that's awesome. um, um, charities, and I've donated to shit that I believe in. But I'm not just gonna I'm not just gonna share a fucking hashtag or like post about it, like oh I donated this much money to so and so, like no yeah. I don't. I don't fucking do it to, to let other people see like how fucking cool I am. I do it because it's shit that I believe in.
1: Right. Like the whole social media influences, influence influencers, either like making a video for black lives or posting the square, but, but not actually helping to, to physically do something. It's like, are you doing this for show? You doing this for yourself? are you, Mm -hmm really trying to contribute.
0: No. And it's like, dude, and like I donated to, I'm not going to say which charity, but I donated and I made sure I did my research before my donations left my fucking that's really account. smart. Yeah. Because smart. I, I did, I did not donate to BLM, but I donated to other charities that help fucking black communities.
1: Yeah. That's the craziest part about all of all this is that, is that with, with BLM, it's like, where has that? Where has all of that money gone? Yeah, it has. Where has it manifested? Yeah. Anywhere? Who? Where is it going? Who is it going to? Why are we? We're not hearing about it going to places where it is making a
0: difference. Yeah. So, it's just honestly, like, on. It's getting. It's it's getting to the point to where like, one of the reasons why I just I just I want to delete Facebook, is because. I'm gonna, just going to start commenting on people's pages and being like, cool, put up or shut up, donate your time or donate your fucking money. If you believe in something so fucking wholeheartedly, because I know plenty of people who don't say a fucking word about any of this shit because they're yeah. actually putting up their time and they're putting up their fucking money to support a cause that they believe in. Like, yeah, we need a, we need an like... awareness and being a social fucking justice warrior. Like it's bullshit, dude. Like there's yeah. no need. And it's like, you know, and i appreciate having someone who doesn't agree like especially on like like i don't agree with you on the wop thing you don't agree with me on the cutie thing but do you see what we did there we had a nice fucking conversation i saw where you were coming from and you saw where i were coming from it didn't get hostile it didn't get fucking heated we agreed right. to disagree i showed i shared my points and you fucking shared your points and we both agreed That's the
1: only place where, where progress actually happens is, is coming at least some degree across the aisle or at least being able to talk to each other about it. And social media is a hard place to do that because it seems like hate is almost encouraged. It's like it's in because it's, it's faceless. You're, you're safe behind a screen. You don't have to worry about actually interacting with a person. So all of those social, uh, kind of cues that, that would keep you, um, kind of in check and from escalating a situation just aren't there. out the window that's and, like the same reason that you flick off the guy in the traffic and then you they they both pull over and then it all of a sudden gets a lot more civil yeah there's a reason for that and there and there's all those filters are all gone when you get online and everybody just yeah. shits on each other
0: no and it's it's fucking it's fucking ridiculous and it's like we can't even have like it's getting to the point where we can't even because of those filters, we can't have fucking normal conversations like you or me. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like we're like we are both behind computer screens. You know? You're on Zoom. Like <laughs> there's nothing that I could say where you can like punch me in the face right now. You <laughs> know, so there's like no like actual um uh consequences to anything I'm saying Right. than like you just hanging up and be like, fuck that guy. Right. Um but like having conversations and so I uh, another thing I'm, I'm and I've talked about this on the podcast before I'm super 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 supportive of Second Amendment laws and I had saw a post that um, someone had put up it was saying um, and I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself uh, saying that like Trump is going to ban TikTok before he bans semi-automatic rifles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, first of all, those two things are not even on the same boat. Yeah, irrelevant. And yeah, they're com- it's completely irrelevant. And I was like, it's unconstitutional. I was like, you know what? They they did the the assault weapon ban. Cool. I don't need a fucking machine gun. Machine guns and Phil from All That Remains um, taught me a lot about what machine guns are actually used for. Um, I don't need a fucking Fully, autom- fully automatic fucking just pull the yeah. trigger until the clip. I don't need that. I don't need a burst rifle. Right. But what people don't understand is that a semi-automatic rifle shoots just as much as my Glock 19. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, and with the magazine restrictions, which they said they're lifted, I still haven't been able to buy a 20-round mag for my Glock. They're literally the same capacity. Yes, you mm-hmm. can shoot better with a rifle, You are more accurate with a rifle, but I am still shooting the same amount of bullets in this and at the same amount of speed. Right. When people hear semi-automatic because it's been fucking demonized and you know, they, they hear like they assume burst shot where you pull the trigger once and three bullets come out. No, every single time you pull that trigger, one bullet comes out. Right. And it's just being misinformed and just like and not wanting to hear what other people have to say cuz like I was saying earlier like people are so gung-ho to share their share their opinions but they don't want to hear from you unless it's something that they also believe in
1: yeah and it's like do you do you really think someone who is well versed and has had a ton of training on gun safety and and knows the danger of them and knows how to use them and knows how to care for them properly is going To be a threat to society unless they are mentally just just go haywire like more often than not. I mean crime and criminals are are still going to get weapons one way or another.
0: There are over 300 million guns in the United States. If we were to ban guns tomorrow, no guns are allowed. No police are allowed to carry guns. No citizens are allowed to carry guns. There are still going to be over 300 million guns in the country you think motherfuckers who don't want to get guns aren't going to be able to get guns? Absolutely. (laughs) And so I I
1: I remember there was a story that came out. I don't know if it was in the UK or or whatever, but they, they had, they had a ban on guns and like stabbings went through the fucking roof. Yeah. yeah, Like there was tons more stabbings. Like I am to be honest. And this is a, I'm sure a, a debate in itself, but I am way more terrified of a knife.
0: That uh, I am most a gun. people are most people are they they did a poll now. I can't tell you how accurate this poll is So i'm not going to say that this is 100% accurate and I did all my research, but I did <laughs> see a poll And you can take it with a grain of salt and do your own research if you'd like that said um When someone brandishes a gun people are more likely to scream help When someone brandishes a knife, they're more likely to comply
1: yeah, because you can stab a motherfucker and just take what you want and just leave them there. Or like and a gun, it's like, that is a, that's not a thing you can undo. And, and it's usually just like, Hey, I'm threatening you. Yeah. Just give me what I want and there won't be trouble. And like, I've seen cashier like smack people in the head who had a gun and they just turn tail and run. It's like, I don't think that happens with knives. Like people just run up and stab well, people. The
0: threat is right there. With a gun, the threat is hidden in, you know, in the chamber. Yeah. You don't know if that gun... I mean, unless homie has got a revolver, you do not know if that gun is loaded. Right. It could just be... And it could be a fucking toy. There's been plenty of fucking robberies where motherfuckers are yeah. robbing shit with toys. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, it's that's super crazy. So, I don't know, like, the whole, like, assault or semi-automatic thing and versus... Banning TikTok, like my brother is is currently serving in Iraq, and there is some there is something about that app that that had to be handled because when when they were either being deployed or whatever, like they were not allowed to have that on their phones. Like it is accessing some kind of information somehow. Well, I
0: mean, it's like with a lot of the modern apps on the modern phones, and sorry to cut you off. Um, there's a way to get around your location,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, with Google, you can turn off your location with certain apps on the iPhone. I mean, I know that you can't have, you know, uh, I think you can't have iMessage on when you're, when you're overseas. I don't, I'm not, don't, don't quote me on that. Yeah. But I know Cause that,
1: he's using, he's using like Facebook messenger to talk to me and stuff
0: like that. Yeah. But there's, there's certain things that you have to do to protect your privacy and there's certain things you can't yeah. use. And they, I can't remember like exactly what they like found out, but I mean, dude, they're, they're totally fucking data mining off, off TikTok. They know where all those motherfuckers are probably to like. And it's like
1: recording keystrokes and all sorts of stuff. Like when you're not even using the app and I don't even know if that's the worst of it, but like he told me, he was like, yeah, we're not allowed to have TikTok on our phones because it's like a security risk. It's like, yeah.
0: And, and dude, like I've never, I don't have a TikTok I've I've been to the, the website like if my friend will send like my friends send me videos like oh look at this funny tiktok you know or cool <laughs> but I, I fucking you know I use it on my private fucking yeah my private um Safari but I'm just I'm not I'm, I've never been into that because I knew it was a lot of fucking kids like do I really want to go on my fucking phone and look at fucking kids dancing or fucking miming fun, like i don't care and it's like i know a lot of adults have it too but i'm like dude i'm in my mid-fucking-30s dog like instagram <laughs> yeah. instagram is like and instagram is even getting a little bit too much for me you know i'm just like yeah
1: because now they've got the reels it's like tiktok is leaking into instagram i'm like i don't want to see this stuff here please go away
0: well just like when uh snapchat was like they they were doing the stories on Snapchat and then all of a sudden Instagram had them which is fine. I love posting stories. I don't really mm-hmm. like posting a whole lot, but if I could just post something that I think is like cool for like 24 hours and then it's gone forever. Cool. Right. But like what I don't know it's like I'm I don't even know the difference between what the fuck anything does. Like I know you can have a minute long fucking video on your story feed and then I know it's like a 15 second video clip or um uh, like in your actual Instagram feed, you can have a minute long video. And then in your story, I know you can have a 15 second video clip, but what the fuck is a reel now? What is that? 30 seconds? Like, are they just giving us like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. Like, I don't know what a fucking reel is. I don't know what its purpose is. Like, I think it's to, to mimic
1: TikTok because it's like, it's, it's the, the reels thing is like, it's like video. like, you can edit stuff instead of just taking one story clip and that's it and it goes up, it's like you can edit it and do stuff with it to make it into oh, so a it more refined product. Just
0: like a, so it's literally just like what TikTok is doing. Yeah. But they just call it fucking real so they can confuse my old ass even more. I'm like, I saw this. I'm like, what the fuck is a real? I yeah. don't care. I'm not, I'm not fucking dancing around doing cool edit transitions from like you know wearing one um one outfit to another or like whatever you know like i just I, I just can't i can't with the tiktok i couldn't even do it with the snapchat dude i had snapchat for like a fucking a month and i was just like this shit is bone dry dude i don't even i don't like this yeah
1: it was fun for a while and i like eat, i like to use it sometimes a chat with my girlfriend when we were like kind of first hanging out and then like i mean we just stay in touch so much that we don't need to be sending each other pictures Snaps. of our yeah we just <laughs> like oh you, you're you're at work like oh all right just you know call me when you're out you know we'll chat figure out what we're going to do later or whatever yeah it's like it became totally useless
0: yeah it's just social media is fucking is like if you think about how long social media has been around and i mean MySpace debuted in 1999 I had a MySpace, really? yeah. I was on I was on MySpace back in the day, and just a good like old Tom. Him. Yeah, I you know, miss Tom. He was he was your first homie. You know what I mean? He was yeah. there. He was there for me right from the beginning. Ain't no one got Zuck on their list. You know what I mean? Um, so MySpace debuted in 1999, and there was but there was also other social media networks before then, like before hmm. Facebook, before MySpace, and they were just kind of like breaking into <clears throat> what is now social networking. Like it was like fucking, they were almost like they started out as kind of almost like dating sites, <laughs> but you can add people as friends. And there was one that I used to go on. Fuck, what was it? Called? I think it was called whatthedilly.com. <laughs> this was pre MySpace. Pre MySpace.
1: That sounds and, very 90s.
0: Yeah, I know, right? It was. It was probably like 97, 98. Now maybe like 9. Yeah, probably, yeah, 98, 99. I don't know. Um, but it was almost like a dating app and then it turned into like MySpace, where it was like, Oh, you can do like your HTML coding, you can put a little bit more about yourself. Oh, you got your top eight and then it, and then people got upset about the top eight. So Tom made like, you can either have four, eight, uh, 12 or 16. And then, then here comes Facebook. I, I remember when Facebook first came out because my, my buddy Corey was going to SDSU and And you had to have a college email address to sign up for Facebook. And then, like, a couple years later, it was fucking everywhere. And then motherfuckers' moms and grandmas started getting fucking Facebook. And it's literally, like, the biggest website on the planet.
1: What is that, over like two, three billion profiles or something like that.
0: I don't even know. But Phil was talking about fucking shadow profiles. Like he was talking oh, about, like, like he was talking about, like even if you don't have a Facebook account, if there are like two or three people that have your full name and your phone number, there's a ghost account waiting for you. <laughs> I mean, I That's don't know how true crazy. that is. I don't know how true that is, but there. I, I'm going to look this up right now. I'm going to look this up right now. I'm going to see how many Facebook profiles are there. There was a
1: fake Instagram account
0: of me for a minute. I had I one of those too, and it's still up. Like, that's how much motherfuckers oh my don't care about my fake ass Instagram. And it was <laughs> like it was like they changed an I to an L oh. in my name. And I was just like... So, well, like, Conklo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how many Facebook users are there 2020 1. Billion. Oh my god that's like the the entire modern world i mean there's 7.6 billion people in the world that is the i mean there's 330 million people in the united states that's you know? and there's
1: what like 400 million in India or something like that or 500 yeah or maybe 600 um
0: so to put it in per, into perspective there's as many people using Facebook as there is like three and a half fucking Americas
1: <laughs> man woman and child
0: all of yeah. them yeah I, it was funny when I was looking that up there was like a thing that's like how many Facebook user how many Facebook users are dead <laughs> I was like, that's kind of a fucking morbid thing to fucking, to fucking, like, why, why would you want to know that? Like, I mean, yeah, people die and their Facebook profiles are still there, but like, why do you need to know how many of them? Yeah. So we're, I'm, I'm completely changing the fucking topic and uh, I won't keep you for too much longer because I know it's getting late because you want to do this bad boy late. It's almost 10 o'clock here. So it's almost one o'clock there. Yep. Um, so what was it like? Recording an album during quarantine was it any different than recording an album not in quarantine?
1: We actually finished our album in December.
0: Oh motherfuckra! Okay, yeah,
1: totally okay. finished in December. So, all right, we were free and clear. We were just waiting on mixes and edits and masters and all that stuff when everything mm-hmm. was going down.
0: All right. Well, and uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with the real question then. Okay. This is, a, this is a real one, y'all. Motherfuckers got two singers and no bass player. When, <laughs> when's when's the bass player? Happen? I've do I haven't told Matt B. I was like, yo, let let me play on your fucking new record, and I ain't hear nothing. You that would have been guys, sweet, guys,
1: man. <laughs> you,
0: you were out there,
1: or well, you probably were out on the road, October, November, December time.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were out, we were out with the punch three days of grace, but yeah, you know that would have been I still sweet. Done we, it I think.
1: I think we still have you set up in our, in our, yeah uh,
0: yeah. Squid was telling me that, uh, cause I, I was talking to him. Fuck. I don't remember. We were talking about fucking guitars. Um, squid is their monitor guy, front of house guy, fucking he's the man. He, like, yeah. Squid is like the, the from mashes to new fucking everything guy. Um, yeah. And we were talking his, front of house. Yeah. Everything. And uh, he was like, yeah, dude, we still have your fucking, we still have your channel on our in yep. mixes." And I was like, yep. all right, well, you know, you know who to fucking call when you want some real live bass tone. Um, I hope that this doesn't happen, but it
1: seems to be happening a little more frequently that, that bands are playing without bass players. And like, if we, if we could not do that, then you know we just haven't found the right person, and mm-hmm. it's it's another person in the bus and another mm-hmm. personality to p- potentially deal with when we already oh, have like yeah. a really solid, balanced, mostly non-confrontational setup. Well, I mean, uh, with the four your of your guys,
0: personalities are super like different. I mean, not that you know they they wouldn't be, but like when it comes to bands, at least like for the most part, like me, Doc. John, Tommy, and Chris, like we all come from like the metal world. So we're Mm -hmm. kind of like, we're a group of metal dudes, you know? But like with your guys' band, like, I feel like you guys are just like all over the place when it comes to like what type of dudes you are. Cause I know like Lance is like super into like anime and shit. And you know, you're fucking Mr. Handsome buff guy. And, uh, (laughs) and then maddie's
1: gq man who came from trivium
0: yeah 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 yeah. i I will say though all you motherfuckers are super handsome like you just got like just handsome motherfuckers in the band
1: thank you we get shit for it sometimes but it's like i i don't know like i i've always liked rock and metal but i've always metal dudes i've always liked
0: ugly i mean (laughs)
1: and i'm not i'm not gonna go there but i've always liked to listen dude i I did death metal for a long time
0: i did death metal for a long time metal dudes are fucking lots of beards and guts yeah lots of beards and lots of guts i mean dude look at me right now beard gut metal dude you know what i mean i mean (laughs) not not that saying that you know bad wolves i think bad wolves has some handsome you know we're we're a handsome band too but like y'all motherfuckers is just like pretty you know what i mean? And I, and I'm and I'm not saying that as like a diss, but like you each have like your own like thing, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I I hope that for the most part people don't get caught up on that. I mean, because f- for me, like being a a former very very skinny, awkward, quiet redheaded kid who didn't have a girlfriend until 11th grade, like yeah, yeah. it's very weird for me to hear because I have never felt that way about myself so like it's i i've been hearing it more more recently i guess Mm -hmm. and it's like this is weird and i don't know if it's comfortable because i've never known that my whole life
0: well i mean see i wouldn't have like noticed it if i would have like you know like just happened to catch you guys like at a show somewhere and i didn't know you guys I mean, but like, fuck, we toured a lot with you guys, so I just like happened to notice. I'm like, yo, all these motherfuckers are fucking pretty, pretty <laughs> handsome, fucking guys. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I don't <laughs> smell as good as I look, though. <laughs> the rest of the guys Can attest for that. I'm a, the, I'm definitely the one who absolutely stinks up the bus. So,
0: well, it's because it's you know you got all that protein, man.
1: Oh man, that Chipotle's <laughs> deadly dog.
0: No, like, seriously, it's just like, why why does all this shit that I really like make me smell the worst? Like, cabbage, fucking asparagus, (laughs) broccoli, beans, fucking red meat, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. why does all that shit just have to smell like a rotten foot?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we, for a while, we're getting, like, veggie platters, and, like, you would open it and be like
0: somebody farting here like uh, it's it's the raw
1: it's the raw broccoli
0: yeah it's raw broccoli (laughs) so if my listeners want to find you it is uh correct me if i'm wrong at the danny case on instagram yeah yep and danny case on facebook do you have a facebook i forget
1: i am i am on facebook i have a like page i no i have i've I don't respond to people's friend requests because I got overwhelmed and it just piled on. Dude, and so, dude, like honestly. every once in a while, I'll make a status. I'm like, if you are a real person, because I don't want to go through and check. Because mm. if you accept one of those fake profiles, you are fucked. You're gonna oh, get yeah. like a hundred of those fake requests. Oh, so, like, yeah, I have yeah. to have people like my status so I know that they're a legitimate person, and then I'll yeah. go through and like add them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, I just tell motherfuckers to just follow my Instagram. Like, yo, if you're on Twitter. I don't really post that much on Twitter. You can follow me there. Or it's like anything that goes to any of my other social media platforms, it pretty much comes from Instagram. So I just tell I just tell yeah. people, like, just follow my Instagram. Because, like, I'm going to be doing a couple of posts, like, within the next couple of weeks. And I'm just going to see, you know, I mean, a lot of people, like, it's hard to think because people have Facebook that, like, a lot of people don't have Instagram. So I'm like trying to get as many people over to just follow me on Instagram and then just fucking delete the Facebook because I don't dude. there's I've had that Facebook profile since 2008. Yeah, me too. You know, and it's just like there's a lot of fucking memories I don't want on, you know, that I don't need to get (laughs) reminders of, you know, every day like oh you have a you have a memory with so and so I'm like cool that person's not in my fucking life anymore <laughs> I really didn't need the reminder thanks for I've that I've
1: actively gone through and whenever I see them I'm like delete 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 yeah. never seeing that I mean again.
0: I, I should but then it's like also I like I'll scroll I don't really have I've never really had that many profile pictures but I'll scroll through my profile pictures and just look at the cringe from like 2008 to like two thousand oh <laughs> and I'm just like why 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 did you make that picture your profile picture you really thought that was good, Kyle? You smoking oh my a cigarette God. in the garage of Sports Chalet? Yeah, that's <laughs> real classy, yeah. bro.
1: Yeah, I went through the whole swoopy hair phase. Oh, my
0: God. I'm really glad that there's no evidence of my swoopy hair on the internet. I'm so glad that there's no evidence of that because it was all on MySpace. When I, had, when I had the swoop and the shaved back and I looked like a Karen, like... <laughs> Dude, that was all on MySpace and I deleted, I probably deleted my MySpace profile like four different times and then redid it. (laughs) So there's a lot of shit that was out there in the ether that it can no longer be found anymore. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty okay with that just because of the cringe.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a weird looking back on stuff that we were totally confident in at the time and just being like, what the hell? Was th-
0: like the wearing hell? girl jeans and death metal t-shirts and having a Karen haircut? Yeah, that's that would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fing- the, the hyper skinny eyeliner. jeans. Oh, yeah, your boy was all about it. Favorite band that's was awesome. as lay dying at the time. Nice. <laughs> all right Danny well dude thank you so much for coming on here I appreciate your conversation and thanks for uh, having me again check out the new from uh, the new album from from ashes to new panic and uh, follow Danny at the Danny case and uh, what's the band's Instagram
1: Uh, from ashes to new
0: just from at from ashes to new yes sir all right cool and I will see you guys next time thank you again Danny all right man take care you too Alright everybody That was my conversation with Danny Case Co-front man Co-front person Of From Ashes to New Now I know we got into uh, You know some 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 sketchy topics and whatnot, But I just want to remind you all I do love playing Devil's Advocate It doesn't matter what it is You know And uh, I really think if i was going to have somebody on that was going to agree with me uh, someone's got to someone's got to be devil's advocate you know what i mean you can't just sit there and agree with each other on everything that's boring so there's that and uh and yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the episode some of you may some of you may not I'm sure I'll probably get some sort of hate for it, which is fine. I totally expect it. But uh, like I said in the beginning, it's going to be a few more light-hearted episodes before any crazy, triggering political podcasts. You'll have some good ones, I promise. I got Mark Michelle, ex-scale the summit bass player, coming on here. I got Patrick Hunter, who's Bass player, YouTube extraordinaire. And you know what? I even got Charlie Engine from Five Finger Death Punch coming on here. And they're going to be great. So if you want to sponsor one of those upcoming podcasts, please feel free to DM me at ksconkeel on Instagram or Twitter or email me at podcast at gmail.com. Now just remember, you might not like everything I say, But it's all in the name. At some point, you probably will say, Kyle, just shut the fuck up.